Welcome to Ready to Mosh, a podcast all about rock, metal and alternative music. I'm Kev P. And I'm Gem G. Each episode will bring you the latest news, talk about new releases and review gigs and festivals that we've been to. There'll be a smattering of guest interviews and a lot of random chat. As well as podcasts, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search at Ready to Moshcast. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Ready to Mosh. We're finally back from download. We are indeed. And this is the RIP and sort of general summarisation of uh, the whole weekend. Um, We're going to cover the bands in later episodes that we saw, but this is the first part where we're going to cover the RIP experience and the general sort of environment and everything that's going on in the arena. We are indeed, yes. I've just said that twice. You have said that twice, yes. (laughs) Right, so where do you want to start? Um, I think... To be honest, the first thing we ought to just mention, really, as it's the first thing that was relevant to the whole experience, was the whole ticket debacle. Yeah, complete fiasco from start to finish. And it sounds like that anybody who wasn't doing RIP and possibly normal camping as well just weren't receiving their tickets. Yeah, I know there were a lot of comments in just the general download group on Facebook from people in general camping not getting their tickets they got changed over to e-tickets quite a while ago and people were getting refunds for their postage but then nothing was getting changed over on the Ticketmaster Apple website. Yeah so we had a bit of a fiasco with that and if it wasn't for some of the great groups that are on uh, social media we wouldn't have known what to do. No particularly the RIP group on Facebook because we booked the RIP tickets through Frontgate so rather than it just getting changed over in the Ticketmaster Apple website. We actually were waiting for an email to come through with attachments. Yeah, and there were some people in that group who gave the clearest of instructions. And once we'd followed those, we were fine. Yeah. Uh, one thing that didn't turn up in time was the parking pass, which yeah. is one of the one of the main parts to getting into RIP. Yeah, you normally show your parking pass as soon as you turn up at check in because you drive. Th- it's like a drive through check in, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but that was waiting for us when we got home, so we're going to frame it instead. Yeah, might as well. It's a little, I suppose it's a little printed souvenir from download. Yes. Yeah, so that that was a whole real painful experience. Speaking of painful experiences, uh, one of the big ones this year was the bridge. Oh, that bloody bridge, yes. So anybody who's done download before, there's the normal bridge that was in, you sit in the South Car Park? Yeah, it used to take you from South Car Park over to basically the main entrance. So I'm sure many people listening will have done that whole journey, lugging all their gear up over the bridge to the campsites. Yeah, and they had a similar bridge installed in RIP, which kind of brings its own issues because we've never had this before. And I'll be honest, there's no real reason for it. No, basically, because we were in Sleepy Hollow, that's actually over the road from the main RIP area. So what they have is just a a normal pedestrian crossing that's operated by security that takes you across the road, which isn't often that busy anyway, so you can often just get over anyway. It's a a fairly quiet road, and when it is busy, it's generally download traffic that's at a standstill. Yeah, so it's not usually a problem. I don't think anyone's ever had an issue crossing the road in terms of safety, but for some reason they decided to plonk that bridge on and strongly encourage you to use it. Yeah, so they were trying to force people to use it to begin with, which um, we both, especially at a festival, we're going to struggle to get over that bridge uh, for various reasons. Especially at the end of the day when you've been walking around all day and you're tired and your legs don't want to go no more. Or even if you've not got issues 
like that and you've just been drinking all day trying to put drunk people over steps and a bridge in the dark is not going to end well no it? it's, it's, it's going to cause a lot more problems as i understand it, it was vip nation that did this uh from some of the conversations i had with security and whichever dipshit is it was involved in getting this bridge wind your neck in yeah, hopefully the feedback will indicate that it was an absolute pain in the arse, really, and that hopefully next year yeah. they'll do away with it. Because, yeah, you know, yeah. I, and I, th- I think this kind of leads on to something else that I, I would say that kind of like 90, 90 95% of security were great the entire week. Oh, yeah, there were loads of really cool security guys this year doing fist bumps and high fives. Yeah, it, it seemed to be a switch over at night when you'd get some real, I don't know, idiots where... It was, you know, when it was, if you're carrying two, firstly, if you're carrying two hot drinks, don't make people try and climb stairs. That's just stupid. Yeah, we discovered that the little hut in Park Farm did hot drinks that were cheaper than the hut on Sleepy Hollow. And because we're rock and roll, we're like a couple before bed. So we bought a drink and then we crossed over, didn't we? Yeah. So if you see somebody with a hot drink, don't be an idiot. Just let them cross the road anyway. Um, And secondly, I have... Well, we both have mobility issues to an extent, and I think it's worth pointing out, and I think this is something that Download really needs to take on board, that not all disabilities are visible. Yeah. And that's something that's not, it, it doesn't even, it's as if nobody's ever explained this to anybody. Yeah, and it's not as if we're at a point where we need to display that through maybe an access pass or lanyard, but... But we still have issues in certain aspects. Yeah, and they just take an assumption that if you're walking along, then you're okay to go over the bridge. Or in the case of one particular security guard said that you could cross the road, but I still had to go over the bridge. Yeah, even though we had, even though we both have issues, so... Anyway. Yeah, so that's, so that's something that they need to take on board and they need to fix. Moving on to a more positive point, though, shall we go on to the goodie bag this year? Yes. That was a goodie, good bag. It was a good, a good goodie, goodie bag. bag. <laughs> a good goodie bag. Yeah, normally, in, or in previous years, it's basically been some kind of tote bag or drawstring bag with various paraphernalia in it, a lot Tat. of which is... I think is the word you're looking for, tap. Yeah. Now, some of it's good, to be fair, things like water bottles. They've come in handy over the years. Okay, so the water bottle is good. Can you name anything else? T-shirts are always good, and obviously your lanyard and program because they're, well, they're, worth they're, they're always, but they're always staple things. I'm, I'm talking about the extras, bits and bobs. Yeah, foam hands, not really needed. Socks full to pits. Yeah, I've still got mine, but the elastic's gone in them, so they just drop down. Um, but anyway, this year the main star piece was the actual bag, wasn't it? Yeah. So you always get a bag, and it's usually some kind of tote bag. Usually, mm. it was been well, it's been a tote bag, it's been a drawstring bag, uh, but this one is really cool. So it's. Essentially, you can put your laptop in it. You can use it as a work bag. I've been told it's waterproof. I've not tested it out yet. Yeah, I think I ever heard someone saying it was also a cool bag, but I'm not quite sure if that's. I don't know how it works as a cool bag, but it's quite thick material, so it could be have some kind of shielding, shielding, perhaps thermos kind of thing. Anyway, but also doubled up as a good arena bag. We weren't sure because they're quite big. We didn't know if they would be allowed in because I think they're bigger than A4. But we saw people walking around with them in the arena. So Yeah, we saw, we saw people with them yeah. on the Friday. And then on the Saturday, we just went, well, you know what? If everybody can take them in, then let's do it. Yeah. Um, and then in addition to that, we had the standard RIP T-shirt for this year and then your laminate and your programme. 
Yeah, and again, the, I think the T-shirts this year is a pretty good one. I think it's yeah. a decent design. We've not washed them yet. We've not washed them yet, no. I don't think, or have we? No, not yet. I, no, I so, so if they're anything like the Pilot RIP T-shirts, then the design may disappear, but hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully we're going to be all good on that. Yeah, so that was uh, a great thing to get. We were lucky we managed to get in early. And we did, yeah. As usual in RIP, the people around you were nine times out of ten really, really cool people. Yeah, we had good tent neighbours again this year. Yeah, both in front of us and, well, basically, I suppose both sides of us. Like, yeah. one one of our neighbours we didn't really see, but everybody else around us, we were all, you know, we were all chatting first thing in the morning. Yeah, you know, we, we kind get of back. had a little, um, almost like a little square set up, like a little like patch. A community communal. just for us, yeah. Yeah, which was nice. Yeah, that was really cool. We didn't really do a great deal Wednesday. I think it was just talking with people. We did. We popped up to the Oh, yeah, village. we did. We went to the village. Twice, Sorry, actually, I forgot. Unintentionally. Twice. Um, do you want to go into the village now? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's go on. Let's talk about the village. What your thoughts are and what mine are. I wasn't keen the first time we went up. It was fairly early Wednesday afternoon. It wasn't overly busy. So it just seemed a bit devoid of atmosphere. Yeah, I... Well, we went up together on Wednesday and... There was no buzz there, no excitement. But like you say, it was early. It was so that early, was probably yeah. part of it. Because some of the footage I've seen, especially <clears> in the evenings, we didn't go up in an evening when bands were on or DJs were on. It was completely buzzing. It was packed out. So yeah. that was fine. And I know the hard standing was obviously better for, from an accessibility point of view. I spoke to people who said that they definitely made it better for them. But obviously there was no cover. So fortunately, is... it was pretty dry the whole time. But if it... Had it rained? I'm not quite sure I, what You see, I, I don't think the the weather makes a difference. There should mm. always be covered because there are but, going to be people that are going to struggle in the heat. Yeah, that's true. It was pretty much a sun trap the way it was all built up with the containers around the edge. Because from yeah, there was no there was no blow through, was there? It was just constant it heat. It was pure heat then. Um, it was a bit busy when I went up on the Thursday, but still it was a bit, just felt a bit flat, literally. I, I think that's the thing. It's like any time you've walked through the village... There's always been a buzz of excitement. Yeah. It's, you're at download and it's almost here. And... and I think just the whole smell of the grass and the mud and the food vendors merging together, that when you knew you were at a festival before it actually properly started as a festival, whereas just walking on the concrete, it was, I don't know. Yeah, it, it didn't It didn't feel the same. I think they've, got, they've done well to get a lot of things right, but there are a lot mm. of things they've got wrong. I think it kind of needs a mix, to Yeah, be fair. I think it needs some form of mix, but... Yeah, we'll see how, what the feedback's like for that. Yeah. In so it'd be general. interesting to see how many kind of feeler emails they put out about people's experiences mm. and what they think. In terms of getting to it, I think it was only about a 15-minute walk from where we were camped, so that was an improvement. It was the second time that you went. The first time it took a lot longer. It took about yeah. 25, 30 minutes. Only because we weren't quite sure where we were going, though. But the second time I went up, it took 15 minutes there, and I found a shortcut on the way back. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Because yeah. because you found the shortcut that the staff should yeah. have been informed about that you know, you, we weren't told about. Well, they actually changed the route up, because I tried to go up on Thursday the same way we went up, and they'd completely changed it anyway. Yeah, but so... Co-op, we nipped in there Wednesday, didn't we, for a few supplies, and that was... Yeah, it's pretty well it laid out. Is well it's a co-op? Yeah, well stopped. Very loud music, and I'm glad we weren't camped anywhere nearer to it because I know people in Park Farm said they could hear it till three in the morning. And so could the quiet, the quiet area backed the, onto it, which yeah. was just insane. Well, the Park Farm area is supposed to be quiet as well, isn't it? From yeah, it is. Yeah, from one a.m. But yeah, there was no queue when we went on Wednesday. I walked past Thursday, and there was a massive queue because it was lunchtime. But price-wise and everything, it seemed I think it was very pretty, reasonable. Pretty decent, and it's, yeah. 
Yes, you can just get your supplies as you need them, really. So yeah, so it saves, a, saves a lot of kind of lugging, especially if you're staying in that area. Talking about the shortcuts as well is something I want to come on to about the security. Oh, yes, yes. Security Wednesday, Thursday was not great, was it? it what security? Exactly. I walked back from the village on Thursday and got all the way back to our tent and nobody checked my wristband at all. So it could have been anyone wanting Could have been anybody, yeah. And that's the point of RIP is that it's a different wristband. We've got different facilities. We've got, you know, we've got different things going on. They've got, they do this every year, but they've got to start knocking this on the head. Mm. They've got to say to the security right from the start, anybody who comes down this road needs to be checked. If they've not got the right wristband, send them back. Because from Friday onwards, it was the opposite extreme, really. Yeah, it's the opposite extreme, yeah. And it's always the same because everybody complains. But then it gets to Friday and then they change it. Yeah, I mean, there's like a little bit of a road we had to cross to get to the guest area entrance and they checked you either side of the road and then again coming out of that particular kind of where all the bell tents yeah. are, they checked you going out of there and then crossing th- the car I park. I think and there were up to eight checks potentially. I think so, yeah. Which which is total overkill, but I love, I'd love. i sooner have overkill than nothing. Yeah, because it doesn't take any It doesn't take two seconds to show somebody a wristband. Not inconvenience to wave your hand in the air, is it? So. No. That is like you just don't fine. care. Yeah. <laughs> in your own time? Yeah. So yeah, the goods and bads of security. Like we mentioned before, there were some great security guys out there. And also just getting into the arena as well. The whole bag search process was really quick and swift. They just seemed to be on it this it, time. It was, but why did they delay us in getting into the arena? That made no sense. On Friday, Friday. yeah, we got to the guest area for about 12. So the arena should have opened at 12, shouldn't it? And there was just a big queue to get in, and I don't know why it, was, it, was it took delayed. about twenty minutes before they opened it. Up. Yeah, I'm not sure what that was about. Whether there was something somewhere not ready, and I don't know if it was the same for the main entrance or whether it was just that entrance. But I, I think there were people coming in through the other entrance because by the time we got in, I could see other people coming from the top. So yeah, there was definitely a, an issue there. So anyway, that was pretty much most of what we did Wednesday. Wednesday evening, we did go over to the courtyard in Park Farm, didn't we? Had a couple of drinks from the real ale and cider bar. Yeah, yeah, had a couple of drinks, chill out a little. That's one of the another one of the perks really of the whole RIP, wasn't it? The cider and real ale. Yeah, it's it's, it's a really good atmosphere, good environment, and yeah, there's there's a nice selection of different beers that you don't get anywhere else. Yeah, it's almost like a mini beer festival. So they've just got the what are they called the barrels. Yeah. Of beers and ciders, it's about five or six pounds a pint. So. Slightly better than arena prices. Yeah, but once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, as you would get at a beer festival. They just have a big list printed up and you just order as you want. And by the time we went back again Thursday evening, I think all the ciders are gone and they were very limited on beer, so you need to Yeah, get they were down to, bit. I think, four beers from yeah. around eight or nine. Mm. But yeah, it's still a, a definite perk, really, just to get a few different drinks in. Yeah. I suppose we should move on to Thursday? Yes. So Thursday, you went up to the village again and I you did. were saying it was better. Yeah, I went up and actually did a rock fit class. Yeah, and how how was the rock fit class in the heat? It was it was hard going in the heat, definitely. And obviously it was a 10, 15 minute walk up there. So I was sweating before I got there. Um, but it was great to do a massive class like that out in the open. If anyone's not done rock fit or heard of rock fit, it's basically kind of a dance aerobic fitness to rock music class, which you can do online. And there are also local classes. And it was actually my local instructor who took the class on Thursday. So it was great to see her up on the stage as well. And I think there are about 80 of us taking part. That's an impressive number. Yeah. I really like that. Um, They did classes on Thursday, Friday and Saturday at 11 this year. 
I only went to the Thursday one just because I got bands to see early on Friday and Saturday, but there was a good turnout all days. And shall I mention the flash mob now because we're on Rockfit? Shall we come on to that? Oh, I think we need to come to that. I think we need to save that for the bands. Okay, we'll save that. But um, yeah, so that was great anyway, just to take part in a massive Rockfit class because. Yeah, something different to do. And um, they were actually there in 2019, but the village was so far from RIP that I didn't actually make it up there. Yeah. But yeah, that was great. And then I came back to the tent and we just kind of sat around. Had a few beers in the afternoon, beers, yeah. some food. And then went back over to Park Farm Yeah, for the to, evening bands. Yeah, so we checked out a few bands in the evening. And the the two bands that we saw, so the bands start around four, I think. I think, I think it's around so, four till yeah. eleven. Just to say, there were bands on on Wednesday as well, but we didn't actually watch any Wednesday, did we? We waited till Thursday. Yeah, we we just kind of settled in Wednesday. And then Thursday, we we went and watched a couple of bands Thursday and had a few beers in the sun. And to anybody that's listened to any of the previous episodes, it's going to be unsurprising that the, one of the bands that we saw was Lake Malice. Yeah, we reviewed their last single a few episodes ago, and it's great to see them added onto the lineup. Yeah, as well. they're coming, they're doing so well. They are, yeah. I think they were on about eight o'clock, weren't they? Uh, yes, it would have been around mm. eight-ish, yeah, and they, they were absolutely, they were absolutely amazing. Yeah. Just kind of, it, it wasn't the biggest of crowds, probably because nobody knows them that much because they're mm. relatively new. Yeah, although I've seen a few photos that their photographer took from kind of a stage perspective, and there were quite a lot of people at the back actually. Oh, was there? So I think because we were right at the front, we were right at the front for like it Malice, seemed yeah. like a very small mosh pit. Yeah, we were we were kind of like a little bit in the pit, and but actually, I think there were quite a few people who might have come along after they'd started because we were there for the start, weren't we? So, so yeah, it was um, it was really really good to see those those guys live. We also saw as everything unfolds. We did, yeah. They were on at ten o'clock. Yeah, so they were kind of the headline band, and it was absolutely heaving. It was. We kind of, after Lake Malice finished, we actually went and got another couple of drinks. And waited around in the courtyard area. I can't remember who was on in between them, but we didn't watch them. By the time we went back for As Everything Unfolds, it, the whole area was packed out, wasn't it? Yeah. So, it, again, As Everything Unfolds, really great band. And I'm sure we reviewed As Everything Unfolds. We did as part of our and Shikari review. They were eventually the, Shikari review. Eventually Shikari. <laughs> um, yeah, we reviewed them on that as a sport band. Yeah, and they didn't disappoint again. They were, they were absolutely fantastic. They, they were great in supporting Shikari and they were great for this episode as well because yeah. they really did put on a great performance. Yeah. Probably should mention actually after Late Malice finished we bumped into Paul Barrow of Death Blooms. He we was did. in the crowd watching Late Malice, so we had a little chat with him again. Yeah, fantastic guy. Really nice. Absolutely loves music as well. So he's kind of like it's strange to meet a musician that's such a fan. Yeah. And yeah, showing a lot of support for bands that he's kind of brought through like Late Malice. Yeah. And yeah, so it was great to catch up with him. And we also caught with Lake Malice as well. We did. We were just sat having a drink in the courtyard area and then Alice came through and they set up almost like a mini merch store, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, like an impromptu merch store, yeah. Yeah, so we popped over and bought a couple of t-shirts. Yeah, managed to get some uh, brilliant t-shirts. We exchanged a couple of stickers. We did, And yeah. I just had a chat with Alice and Blake when he came over a bit later yeah, as well, and, so that was great. And again, the really nice people. Uh, Alice was great. Blake, we, we were still talking to Blake for quite a while. We were, yeah. And Blake actually told us he'd listened to this podcast as well, yeah. which kind of blew us away, which we, we weren't expecting. Um, so if so, if you're listening, Blake, thank you. Yeah, so that that was really cool. Yeah, that that was that was a really really good Thursday to kind of kind of get us hyped for the weekend. I think. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I like about being in RIP is I know you get bands on in the dog 
it's a dog house, isn't it's a dog it? House, a dog yeah. house in the village as well. But obviously, you have to trek a bit further to get there. So it's just nice to be able to pop over the road and see a couple of bands and get you ready for lots of bands. Yeah, it's just on your doorstep. It's it's you know it's five minutes away. If that, yeah. it's perfect. Okay, let's move on to food next. Yep. One of my favourite things at a festival, <laughs> apart from the music. Yeah. Um, I think if we start on a negative first for this section, I think the worst food we had. I mean, it wasn't the worst. I mean, it, was, it, it, it was edible. It's it served just... a purpose. But this was from the little van that we had in Sleepy Hollow, which obviously had a captive audience. Um, we went there on Sunday for our breakfast because we took enough supplies to make breakfast for Thursday, Friday, Saturday on the barbecue. Yeah. And then by Sunday, we knew we'd have run out of supplies and also the cool box would have lost its cool anyway. So we thought we'll buy breakfast there. And I got you a sausage and egg cob. Yep. And I wanted an egg and mushroom cob, but they got no mushroom. So I just had an, a literal egg cob, one egg. And it Did you was, only get one egg? I only got one egg. Jesus Christ. They and had your pants down for that. It was £14. Yeah. So just to put this into a bit of context... If you don't know what a cob is, we're talking a white bread roll, not even any butter on it, with I think you had two sausages and an egg, and I had one egg Yeah, in there. And I didn't even use their ketchup, because I could see it was cheap ketchup. We got Heinz back at the tent, so I used right. our, own, our own ketchup. Yeah. So in retrospect, if we do that again and we decide to have a bought breakfast on Sunday, I will get myself ready a bit earlier if and I need to be to in the, the arena area. earlier. Get some from the guest area or even the arena because there's breakfast options there. We saw them when we went into the guest area, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and to be, to be fair, the stuff I saw in the guest area, prices were kind of similar, but they were, there was, you got more. Yeah, I know was, the vegan store value. had, was it like a breakfast box for £6? Exactly, yeah. And just to put it into context, we had a full-on Mackey's breakfast on the way home, which was about £15.50. Yeah, and it was ridiculous two meals, extra hash browns, and two drinks each, so yeah. So it served a purpose, but in terms of value for money, it's definitely it's bottom of the pile. Yeah, let's get some good stuff in. Let's there. get some good stuff because we had lots of good food, didn't we? So we did. shall we start on Friday? If you like, I can't remember what we had on Friday. Friday, we both had some mac and cheese, and I think that was from the guest it was area. In the guest area, I think the vendor was called Mac Daddy. From what oh, I can tell. I the... thought that was the place in the arena. No, I think looking, because you sent me a photo of the menu to pick what I wanted. Yeah. I think it was Mac Daddy. Okay. But it was really nice. We both had it with pesto, tomato, and there was like roast tomatoes on it. Yeah. So that was nice. And then you also got a portion of Stilton fries from the ostrich burger stall. Yes, it was. It was an ostrich and wagyu burger stall. Yeah. So we both saw Stilton fries and went, mmm, we'll have a side of fries. So we shared a portion of those. We absolutely love cheesy chips, so yeah. we had to do that. Yeah, so that was that. And then, did you eat anything else on Friday? We can't remember. I don't we? think I did. I think that's all I had. Yeah, I actually had some cheesy chips later in the day. And they were four cheese chips, so four different types of cheese yes. and chips. There was... Stilton, some cheddar, possibly grated mozzarella or something, and then a cheesy sauce. Yeah. And they were really nice. You tried a few as well. And they provided the end, the perfect kind of end-of-day snack. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was it for Friday. Yeah, I think so. 
then we've got some stuff on Saturday, which... No, do you know what? I think I had mac and cheese Friday. And that's you... when you had the chips. You had an extra mac and cheese on Sunday? No, no, but I think I had a mac and cheese Saturday. Mac and cheese? Okay. Uh, sorry, a mac and cheese Friday and then a mac and cheese Sunday. I don't think I had one Saturday. Okay. You like your mac and cheese? Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a mac and cheese whore. Um, what we did have both on Saturday was something from the Greek stall. Yeah, which was Eat Like a Greek. Yes, and we did. That was my favourite food of the weekend. That place was amazing. Yes, it was good. I kind of regret not going back, but at the same time, there were so many good options that I didn't want to just eat eat like a Greek all weekend. Um, So I had a halloumi pitta, which was amazing. Yeah, and I had a lamb pitta, which was, it just blew my mind. It was amazing. And I tried. I actually tried to get one on Sunday, late on Sunday, mm. and there was no lamb. There was only chicken. Uh, despite their best kind of convincing methods, you know, I I, I love lamb. So I, because I couldn't have lamb, I just I ended up going elsewhere. But yeah, the the oh, I'm still thinking. I'm still dreaming about that lamb now. That that pitta was so good. Mm, it was the halloumi was bang on as well. I have to say and there was lots of it. Sometimes when you buy something with halloumi and you get like two bits, you get one block, yeah, there was one piece of halloumi. Some good strips of halloumi and well cooked as well. Yeah, that so what, what, eat like a Greek. Well done. That's definitely top spot for me this weekend. Yes, my other food on Saturday, I had some nachos later on. You did, and they they did look good nachos. Yeah, they were from Burrito and Nacho Store, which I believe was next to the Eat Like a Greek stand. It was like the row of perfect food for yeah, it was. wasn't it? They're all in a row, but um, yeah, I had nachos with some veggie chili, and then it was almost like a subway setup. You just picked whatever toppings. Yeah, so you wanted. didn't you have like guacamole? Did you have sour cream? Yeah, there was sour cream, guacamole, 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 salsa, grated cheese, and yeah, they were just good nachos. We're back on good nachos. Back to good nachos, yeah. That's always a bonus. And I would have been tempted to go back there for a burrito, actually, but I didn't have the space for one. Yeah, I I struggled to... I I did fancy a burrito, but just never got around to it. Yeah. Uh, Just got distracted by other foods, which um, Sunday, Sunday's foods... Oh. Obviously, what did we have on Sunday? Yeah, we we couldn't be any more British. It has to be a Sunday. It has to be a Sunday dinner. Yeah, especially after the one we had at Downo Pilot, Pilot, which was amazing. King of the York, you were back, and they had quite a few stalls around the arena actually. So yeah, that was good. I also managed to actually get the corn sausages this time because they'd sold out last time. Yeah, well, one of the things about King of the Yorkie as well is that it is expensive. In if you kind of. To a, to a certain aspect, mm. but at the same time, you could eat a King of the Yorkie and probably not eat anything else for the rest yeah. of the day. To be fair, I think it was pretty much on a par with a lot of the other food, but I think you just need to scope out what's value for money because you don't mind paying that bit more if it's going to keep if you, you know full. It's gonna, if, you, if it's going to do its job, yeah. Yeah, yeah so you, I think you got a choice of chips or mash. There was stuff in. Uh, I, I went for the meat option, so I had roast pork, I had crackling, uh, there was gravy. Mushy peas. Mushy peas. And it all comes in a big, huge, square Yorkshire pudding, which is, yeah, the, the whole thing is just great. It is. I did actually spot a Yorkshire pudding wrap stall this year, which I'd not noticed before. I don't know if they're from the same people or what that entailed, but we stuck to what we knew. Yeah, we, we, we went for that because we knew it was going to be great. So, 
And then other food I had on Sunday, I was still quite full from the um, the Yorkie pod, but I went for my traditional Sunday night churros. Yeah, you did, yeah. It came with a little pot of chocolate sauce. You got yeah. that from the guest area. Yeah, they were in the guest area and they were really good value, actually. It was only £5 for a big tray full of churros with sugar and cinnamon on and a little pot of chocolate. And I think all they did on that stall was the churros and i did hear people saying that they paid a lot quite a bit more like six or seven pound for the arena churros and you didn't get Mm. that many so i'm glad i went to them yeah um i also grabbed a coffee at the there was one of the coffee stalls in the arena yeah i saw in the arena in the guest area yeah so i grabbed a coffee it was a really really nice coffee but the people behind who were working the coffee stall you know kind of be aware of your surroundings. You know, there were people who came up and went to, instead of standing at the side where they had to order, because there were no markings, they just stood where they thought they had to stand because they'd seen other mm. people stand there. And they were standing that side. And because, and behind, but behind them, the people, there were two people working. One was doing the drinks, one was taking the money. But it wasn't obvious who was doing what. Okay. So people were just stood waiting for coffee. And it was actually the other side they needed to stand on. And there were people getting really infuriated by this because they weren't... So people that knew which side you needed to stand went straight up to that side. Ah, okay. And it was it was just causing so much frustration from people. It's like, why... What kind of idiot doesn't tell you that you need to order that side? Yeah, a lot of stores did have an order here, collect here kind of yeah, system going but on. but this one didn't. And uh, the coffee was nice, but, you know, just get a grip. Just just help people. Yeah. It's not difficult. It isn't when you've got that many people that are going to be coming up to you as well. You need to let them know. Exactly. Some form of order. Um, just to mention as well, actually, the vegan stall in the guest area did have donuts. If you're from the Nottingham area, you may be familiar with donuts. And I was actually going to have one of those on Sunday night, but they'd sold out. So I went for the trust. That's why churros. you went for the churros, yeah. But yeah. Again, there was a, for me, I had a, a bit more food. So even after the Sunday dinner, just because I love my mac and cheese, I went back. I went to the a mac and cheese place in the arena, yeah. which was right next to Eat Like a Greek. And it was, oh, it was so good. Mac, mac and cheese with a bacon onion crumble. Yeah. Oh. I think that was the Mac Shack. I think it might have been the Mac yeah. Shack, actually, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I I think I ate there a couple of times, and it was, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, so I think that's pretty much everything we ate in terms of what we bought, arena, guest area, etc., and everything else. We just, we had about five barbecues, didn't we? Yeah. It, sounds we, odd, it, it just sounds like all we do is eat. It does, well. You need to keep your strength up, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, that's what you need to do. Right, let's get on to the fun stuff. Let's get on to the merch. Yes. I love some merch. So, a few things about merch. Uh, we did the loyalty vouchers because we've been going to download a while. Anybody that doesn't know about loyalty vouchers, you, I think it's for every, once you've been... On your second year, yeah, you get, um, I think you get twenty pounds back in download vouchers. I thought it was ten pounds. Was oh, it ten pounds? I think, yeah. Oh, so is it ten pounds after two years, and then it goes yeah, up to fifty? Doesn't up to it? a maximum of fifty that you can get over five rolling years. Yeah, and you you can claim this against any download merch. Just want to stress this: it's against download merch, not against ban merch. Yeah, or any food or drink in the arena. From official vendors, it's like official, the download yeah. bars, so you can't go to... You can't go to the ice cream man. Ice cream man, rocktail, cocktail, etc. So, But you can go to the download bars, and you can go to the things like the Eat Like a Greek and King of the Yorkie, I believe. Yeah, those kind of food vendors you can, so it, it's definitely worth applying for if you've been a If, if you're eligible, you know, it's free money. Yeah. Apply for it. 
Yeah. And yeah, so we we applied for it. We got ours, and we got. I think the the download merch this year. I I liked the hoodie at first, but then just mm. kind of went off it. I just I don't know yeah. what it was. To be honest, I don't generally buy general download merch. Really, I bought the pilot T shirt because it was a unique thing, and. Um, yeah, I've, I've bought bits and bobs in the past, but I don't buy a lot. Really. You don't buy, yeah. Whereas I just, I'm a, again, I'm a sucker for merch. Yeah. So this year. Yeah. So this year got... we got two t-shirts. So one was the totem download t-shirt with bands on the back. The other one was the lining bolt dog. Yeah. With merch on the back, which is probably my favourite. That looks a really mm. good. I don't know why there's something about it. it just looks really cool. Yeah, I like that one. I did like the um one I think I only saw it on the Friday, so I think it sold out, but the download dog with the kiss makeup on. I um, don't remember seeing that. I saw a few people wearing it, but I never really saw it on a stand, so I think I don't know whether it was only for sale on Friday because kiss were there or whether it was very limited and sold out quick. But that yeah, I imagine cool, it was actually. a very limited run. Um Yeah, and we also bought the Monopoly game. We did, which we've had our eye on for a few years, and then it's like, well, it's quite expensive, you know, but... Exactly. When when, you, when you're given free money to spend yeah. a download, it's like, well... There wasn't a lot else we wanted, really, yeah. in terms of download merch, because we've already got quite a few bits and bobs, like a cuddly dog and magnets and stuff. So we got that, and then we also got a free kiss we bag. We did get a free kiss bag. God bless the guy working the store that day. Yeah, what happened with that was... We said, let's go and get the merch now because I was going to nip back to the tent. So I said, if we get it now, I'll drop it off and come back. And I just said to him, have you got a bag? Because I'd seen people with the paper download bags. Yeah. Um, just because of the Monopoly board, really. Didn't want to carry that around. And um, he said, oh, no, we've run out. But have you can have one of these kiss bags. Yeah. And we didn't actually realise till the next day because I went back to get a kiss T-shirt that the tote bag was actually £20. Yeah, they weren't cheap, were they? No. Um, so. Yeah, so we ended up with a free £20 bag. So, so thank you, merch guy, and don't tell Gene Simmons. Yeah, don't tell Gene. He'll, he will lose his shit. Um, some of the, I suppose, the downsides to this, with the loyalty vouchers, what they used to do was split people into groups. So if you were 20, 30, 40, or 50, you'd all have your own lanes in which to go in. And it mm-hmm. used to alleviate a little bit of the pressure. Yeah, there was quite a big queue. I mean, we literally got in the arena and went straight there, didn't we? Yeah, and we were still... There must have been, like, 30 people in front of us. Yeah, so we still had to wait, what, 10, 15 minutes, maybe? Yeah. But by the time we'd collected ours, which was really straightforward, you just showed your QR code and your ID, and they were it was a, straight yeah, there. It was really quick. The queue was a few hundred. The queue hundred. was huge, yeah. Yeah, it was a few hundred long. And I think just the fact they've only got the one collection point. They did have one in the village on Thursday, which is fine if you're going that way. But, but we, I think... If for that many people that are going to be collecting them, they need they need to change that. They need they need multiple setups. Yeah. One, in fact, one of the other things, and I think this is something they need to do, along with the next point I'm going to going to come to, is that they need to get these in RIP as well. Because mm. if you've got a couple of thousand people in RIP, you know they've got a couple of days. Just alleviate that pressure. You know, mm. get a couple more in the village, so you've got everybody who's camping from Wednesday. They've got a couple of days to mm. get them. Then everybody else can either get them from the village or from RIP if that's where they're staying, and they can get them from the arena. Or even if they had it in the guest area, because that opens Thursday afternoon. Exactly, yeah. Or even, so, yeah, exactly. Get it in the guest area. Just keep it. Just make it avail. Make it more available for people yeah, to use. Because people don't want to be standing in a queue missing bands, really, do they? No. So. And again, and I feel the same way about the merch stalls. Mm. Get a merch stall. Why is there no merch stall in RIP? Yeah. Or again, the guest area. Just have a small one there at least. Yeah. 
you know, you know, the, it's little things like mm. that they've got to. And I did hear a rumor. I don't know if it actually happened this year that they were going to do click and collect merch. I don't know whether that ever. I came think up. that I think there was a lane for click and collect right at the end, but nobody used it. Yeah. So even if they had that in either RIP or the guest area, so obviously they might not have the space to have the massive merch stores that you get in the arena. If people have clicked and collected and selected that as their collection point, then they can just have what's been ordered, can't they? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a few things that they need to sort of look at. And I suppose we're just on to kind of like the the last few bits now. Yeah, so just a few last bits and general bobs that we want to go through. I think the first big one for a lot of people will be, where was the big dog at the top of the hill? Yeah, download, sort this shit out. This needs to be addressed immediately. Yeah, I know that I'm sure many other people, I'd arranged to meet some people at the big dog between 12 and 1 on Friday, got in the arena. There was no big dog. We didn't know where to meet. Not everyone had a phone signal. We thought, oh, we'll meet at a merch stand near the entrance. There were two. We'll meet near this yellow flag. There were many yellow flags. It caused chaos, I think. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. And not just that, you know, I did the same as you. I'd agreed to meet some people at the, the download dog. The download dog statue is It's one of those... It's not. It's not just a meeting point. It's a, it's a memory point. How many people mm. have had their photos taken in front of Download yeah. Dog? We've done it, you know. And there, I I know thousands of people that have done this. Everybody's yes. done it. It's just what you did, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's like they they knew it was tatty and it was a bit scruffy and it needed changing. Fine, but just redo it. Just yeah. get a new one in. Everybody loves that. Yeah, I'd heard it had been vandalised in 2019. Which I didn't see happen, I'll be honest. I, I didn't see it I don't remember happen. it happening. I did remember one year someone did climb on it. I think that did happen, but... If it's yeah. causing an issue, just put a fence around it, stick a couple of guys on security. Yeah, so people that'll, can that'll still that'll get dissuade people. There. Yeah, People can still meet there. Um, it will stop, so, it'll cut the idiots out, but you'll also be able to still meet there, have your photo taken yeah. there. It's, you know, it's... One of the things that I really remember about Download is having the dog there. Yeah, and it's not like they need that little bit of grass any more than any other bit of grass, is it? Well, another thing that was a negative was the card swiping. I mean, it didn't happen to us personally. It didn't happen to us personally, but... but quite a few people on the Facebook group were saying after the they either had their card swiped twice or they had a way, what's the word, inflated price put in because a lot of the vendors... Yeah, so, so I, I did yeah. get the inflated price in. Did you? Yeah, between the difference in pricing between oh, between vans, but between I meant the people vans. like there were stories that someone had been charged like seventy pound instead of twenty for two what? meals. I did, and yeah, stuff. I didn't see that because um, I think one of the issues was it was all cashless this year in terms of any food or drink vendors. I think some of the little market stores might have took cash, and none of the vendors really were wanting to show you the amount on the card machine for yeah, whatever reason. Which is, I don't know, it's probably illegal. Sure. And I'll be honest, if somebody's not prepared to show me the amount, I'll go, no, I'll walk yeah, away then. You either show me or I'll walk. Didn't. And yeah, I mean, I was double checking so I get notifications on my phone when I used the card that I was using for the weekend, which was fine. But a lot of people were reporting afterwards that they'd either had, you know, too much charge to them or double swiping or whatever. Yeah. And that definitely needs addressing and why vendors were so reluctant to do that. It just takes yeah. a second show, to show, show the card show machine. People. 
or have something that shows you what's on it because some I know a couple of vendors did have like a little separate screen yeah they did have the separate screens but they would never switch them on yeah I know I did go into the Sophie store and they had like one of the little mini square thing that showed you the amount on that clearly on the desk yeah well it's why can't every vendor do that yeah I think that's something that needs addressing straight away one of the other things was the difference in some of the pricing. So mm. if you ever use any of the ice cream vans, so these can be used by the same companies. And you didn't notice it when you were drinking Pepsi, but I, I love a slushie. Yeah, I got a couple of bottles of Pepsi, probably one a day. And from different vans as well, but they were all £3. And I love a slushie, but they were ranging from 4 to £5. And there were no prices on them. So it was kind mm. of like potluck and it could be £4 one day and £5 another. They're owned by, a lot of them are owned by the same people. Mm. So, you know, again, download needs to clamp down on that and get that shit sorted because you need transparent pricing you do if you're buying the exact same product so that's a big one another thing we again every year we never see download dog where the hell is he the big red dog we're talking about the one yeah not the statue this time i didn't even see him on the main stage i've seen photos of him in front of the main stage between the barrier and the stage yeah Yeah, although to be fair they probably don't wander around the arena because they'll just get pounced on probably get their head ripped off get stuff thrown on them you don't know you know yeah i know but but again it's not like in between bands yeah I think even if maybe they come on stage and we just don't notice I don't know maybe it's just been bad time in all these years yeah I don't think it's been bad time in that many times I know so many people who say they've never seen that tall dog though when they're there the closest I've got is in it was a download pilot he was literally backstage of the main stage and I was just going into the guest area toilets and I clocked him and took a photo a cheeky little photo yes but that is the closest I've ever got to the real thing there is one other thing I'd just like to cover off the weather okay there's two things I'd like to cover (laughs) We can't not mention the weather. The weather, I did forget, yeah. It was pretty good. We can't really complain. We had a few drizzles. It it was spitting a little on Wednesday. Thursday afternoon, we did retreat into the tent for 10 minutes because it came down quite a bit, but nothing that we couldn't handle. Yeah. Main issue was really the wind. We did have to stamp the tent pegs in a few times. Yeah, we had to re kind of like redo the corner parts of the tent because the yeah. wind was pretty hefty. It was at times. It made some it interesting was some serious crosses, yeah. And we did wuss out of going on the big wheel in the wind. Yeah. Despite in our, um, I think one of our preview episodes, we're like, yeah, we'll go on the big we'll wheel We'll get on the big year, wheel. We didn't. People were going on it. It was obviously safe to do so, but we just chickened out on that one. Yeah. Didn't we? Um, but yeah, the, but apart from that, the weather was glorious. Yeah, there was sunburn on some of us. Oh, the, the sunburn around the, the whole festival was just insane. It was, I I just slathered the old fact 50 on which I tend to do anyway so yeah but I still got a bit on my wrist a bit of sunburn so and you have some interesting tan lines I've got some great tan lines yeah some fantastic tan lines <laughs> but yeah I can't complain with that weather at all I take that no. over a wet drown load oh yeah load that was it was any, beautiful any year really um yeah so I've, I've just got one other thing to cover off yeah which was this festival so this festival this podcast kind of came about because I was on another podcast, which is called Dear Download. And I went on that, and then after being on that and talking about RIP in kind of like 2019 and in the pilot and, you know, all the other times I've been at Download and various guises of it, I was on that podcast, and this kind of was born out of that, I suppose. And it was, I've been speaking to Adam, who does the Dear Download podcast for quite a while now, and it was finally great to meet up with him. It was great to meet up with Chids Vids as well. Uh, he's got his own YouTube channel, so check all of those out. Um, but yeah, just a bit of a shout out to Adam because you know if it wasn't for Adam, then this wouldn't exist. So thank you very much, mate. And it was um, yeah, it was good to finally meet him. Uh, and I suppose that kind of I don't know. I suppose that kind of covers everything off. 
Yeah, I think that's all the general stuff that we wanted to mention. In the next episode, we're just going to go through all the bands that we saw on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Some together, some apart. Yeah, so I don't know if it's going to be a two-part. It might be a two-part. Might be we might try and cram everything in. Yeah, depends how carried away we get. Yeah, we'll see how everything goes and how long the episode comes out. But so I suppose until then. Yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah. As always, give us a like, a follow, a share, etc. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ReadyToMoshCast. And on that note... See you next time. Make it stop, Moog.